The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Let's get to our guest, Kirk Young, Chairman and CEO at Kirkland Capital. Kirk, great to have you on the program. Some interesting little tidbits in your notes. Uh, I would put one of the comments into this uh, adage of a little bit of knowledge can be a dangerous thing, where you say that national leaders in the U.S. and China really didn't know anything about high tech, certainly quantum computing and AI and, and the semiconductors that went into it. And now that they know a little bit about it, they're all ginned up over national security. Uh, explain your thoughts to us. Sure. Uh, I would say that for the last several years, many people, especially national leaders, believe technology are things like internet or Google or Amazon or Facebook. They did not know that the key behind everything was semiconductors. So about two years ago, when uh, U.S. had a trade war with China, when they found out that Huawei and ZTE presents a threat to U.S., they started to focus on technology. They kind of found out semiconductor was the choke point almost by accident because they realized that U.S. have control and influence a lot of semiconductor manufacturing process from software to semiconductor equipment to chemicals. That's why you see that U.S. have all the leverage for last year or two, putting all the restrictions on China. Unfortunately, the manufacturing process is quite complicated that there's not much China can do to resolve the choke points. There are probably over 100 choke points. So I would say that, uh, to your point, that maybe a little knowledge is dangerous, but U.S. definitely found a way uh, to uh, limit China's uh, um, uh, advancement or China progress on semiconductors, especially now semiconductor is becoming more national security issues rather than business issues. We talk about semiconductors can make things like AI, like supercomputers, like um, missiles, uh, airplanes, for example. So that's why U.S. is even putting more pressure to limit the highest semiconductors to China. So, Cook, if there's not much that China can do, does that mean that the U.S. kind of wins this chip war? And, and then how investable is China tech? Sure. I would say that for the next five to ten years, there's not much China can do. Obviously, China now realizes its uh, shortcomings. So China is trying very hard to catch up. There are a lot of you know, smart people, PhD, etc., in China. So give them five to ten years, there might be a possibility for them to catch up. But in the near term, it's almost impossible. So for investment opportunity, one theory I had is called one world, two systems, which means you're going to see one standard for China, one standard for non-China. 
So for China specific investment opportunities, you have to look at domestic opportunities. Companies like Baidu, like Alibaba, etc., only focus on China domestic market. Unfortunately,、yeah. it will be difficult for them to go outside China. Well, a good example of how U.S. officials were caught off guard as well、uh, yes. is the the Huawei, and、uh, you know, basically had a big lead in 5G, right? That That's that right.、Um, what they were doing with 5G was more advanced than what the U.S. was doing. That's correct. I would say for many years, China has been making cheap products to sell into U.S., like you know, toys and phones, because those were not. Related to national security, so U.S. did not pay too much attention. I would say Huawei, also ZTE, are the first time U.S. realized that the communications could be national security issues because all the conversation, all the secret goes into telecommunications. And Huawei, because was so cost competitive, is installed in many phone companies, especially as you mentioned, they were lead, leader in 5G. That's why U.S. became really、uh, worried and cautious on China tech. So that's why they were able to find semiconductor a choke point.、Uh, as you know, that after U.S. put a restriction on Huawei, Huawei is a phone business pretty much gone. Its five G business almost pretty much gone because everything relies on semiconductors. So U.S. was able to find a choke point to limit China's、uh, technology advancement. What's the outlook for、uh, some of these phone suppliers? I mean, we saw Apple saying it's going to make fewer of the new iPhones, and that's due to the lockdowns in China. But you've also got to argue whether or not people want to continue to upgrade amidst all the concerns about a slowdown. Do you need a new iPhone if you're potentially going to lose your job or, or have、yes. a, a decrease in living conditions due to higher costs? Yeah, that's actually a very good point. My concern is more demand than supply. Demand, as you mentioned, that right now because higher interest rate, people have less discretionary spending. They have to spend money on like mortgage, like rent, you know, higher gasoline, higher food cost. So the last thing they want to buy is a new phone. Especially in the last two years during the COVID shutdown, when people work at home, many people bought new phones and new PCs, computer in the last two years. So right now, there's really no reason to buy new consumer electronics. So I think demand, you hit the nail on the head. That is the biggest concern. From supply perspective, the zero China COVID policy、uh, is actually a big issue for China. Company like Foxconn, even Quanta, they make iMac. I'm sure you heard that even Disneyland shut down the Shanghai operation. Macau Casino, MGM also shut down for a day. So、uh, zero COVID policy is making things very difficult in China. But if you look at Apple, Apple's uh, uh, press announcement, they're cutting about three million phones out of 90 million. So the shortfall is probably around five percent, maybe ten percent. I don't think it's as high thirty percent as some other media reported, but still,、yeah. shortfall is my smaller concern. My biggest concern is actually demand. I do not expect demand to be strong this year, even next okay. year. Okay, let's talk a little bit about areas、uh, that you look at that offer a lot of opportunity for investors.、Uh, let me give you a, a "Would you rather" kind of question.、Uh, sure.、Uh, in terms of opportunity, do you like autonomous driving more or the metaverse? <laughs> I would say autonomous driving for sure. Because、uh, EV is something you can see, electric vehicle is something we are using today. Just look at Tesla. So, from electric vehicle perspective, the important functions like battery, like charging stations, of course, autonomous driving, they will be the key going forward.、Uh, metaverse is a nice concept, but I think we might be years away from really looking for applications, even revenue for metaverse. So, I think something might happen, 
but that's years away. But EV, you can see today, we're using today. So to me, autonomous driving, that is actually the biggest opportunity in the next three to five years, especially given that we have seen the slowdown for PCs, for phones, etc. Electric vehicle and related industry uh, companies should be the investment opportunity to focus on. So yeah, who? Yeah, we want to know names, okay? If you like <laughs> autonomous driving, who makes the money? Sure. Uh, the company in Japan, uh, to give example, called Tier 4, it makes the software to control cars. Also, we have company that makes sensors. Sensors like a company in Taiwan um, is called Ability. For example, they make like the sensors in the car. If you look at your cars today, there are about 9 to 10 cameras around the car. Okay. That sense. So those are the Okay, companies. Kirk, you teased us very nicely there. Uh, certain to get an invite back. We want to hear more. Kirk, thanks very much for joining us. Kirk Young, Chairman and CEO at Kirkland Capital. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.